We have a very, very beautiful treasure, a, a matmon hidden in the duff today. Not, not even so hidden, but we have to dig a little bit to get there. And continuing our analysis of, of yesterday's Mishnah, where the Mishnah gave three categories of things that are forbidden uh, both on Shabbos and on Yom Tov. Uh, the categories were Shvut, Rashut, and Mitzvah. Uh, Shvut are things which the Chachomim had, had forbidden. Rashus are... Um, are things that they're mitzvahs, but they're not mitzvahs that you're obligated to do, to do at specific times, and then proper mitzvahs, and then the Mishnah goes categorizing them, and and listing various examples in each category. On the in the case of reshut, of things that that you're, you're allowed to do but you don't have to do, um, is included the case of lo makadshin. You can't marry a woman. You can't be makadshin isha. On Shabbos or Yom Tov. So the Gemara asks the obvious question. Mekadshin is a mitzvah. Why is Mekadshin called Rashut? To, to be Mekadish, that, that's a mitzvah. Says Rashi, what is the, the mitzvah? So, so the, according to Rashi, the question here is just of language in the Mishnah and classification in the Mishnah. Why is uh, Kiddushin classified as Rashut. Answers the Gemara, Lo We're talking in such a case where he already has um, a wife and children. Says Rashi, that means Shnei Zacharim Lebeit Shammai or Zacharim Nekeva Lebeit Hillel. There's a Machlokes Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel in Yevomis, um, where the Gemara discusses at what point have you been Mekayim, the mitzvah of Pruravu. And Beis Shammai says two boys, and Beis Hillel says a boy and a girl. The two law mifkid kuli hai. Thereafter, you're not as obligated. In the, it's still called reshut in that category, meaning it's still a mitzvah to carry on having children. It's still a good thing, still a mitzvah. But it's not under the obligation of pruuravu. Why is it still a mitzvah? There's a, a, a posuk in Kohelet in the morning sow your seed, and in the evening don't cease, don't stop, in the evening keep going, says Kohele. There's no, no reason to stop, and that's a bit of a mitzvah as well. So the way Rashi learns it is the discussion is about the classification of the, mitz- of the Mishnah. Why is, why is Pruravu classified as Rashut when it should be mitzvah? Answers the, the Gemara, because we're talking about a person who's already got children. So now it's Rashut, it's not mitzvah. Um, but according to Rashi, in both cases, you can't marry on Shabbos. Whether, whether you do have children or you don't have children, that's not the discussion here. The discussion is just, where are you going to classify it? Rabbi Nutam in the Tosfus, and he's brought also in the Rashbo, learns differently. You see here the, the subtle genius of Rabbi Nutam, Rashi's grandson, who learns very differently from Rashi. Um, and it leads to halachic consequence. The Rabbeinu Tan says, no, the discussion of the Gemara is, ka'avid, and therefore you can do it on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, no, this which it said you can't do it on Shabbos is where you've already got children. Implying, but if you don't have children, you can marry a woman even on Shabbos. So that's a big nafkimina. A young man who doesn't have children, it's his first marriage. Can he have chupin kiddushan on Shabbos? According to Rabbeinu Tan, Yes. Rabbeinu Tam says, then still the better not to, but, 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 but one can, according to Rabbeinu Tam. According to Rashi, not. It's a machlokis and halacha between Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam, just based on how you learn this question of the Gemara, just understanding pshat in that question, 
leads to two very different halachic outcomes. So much so that the Shukhanoruch paskins like Rabbi Yitam, V'yesh matirim lekadesh hechadeim lo yishavanim. The Ramor says, there are matirim, unlike the, Sh- the Shukhanoruch himself doesn't distinguish, but the Ramor says there are those who are matir to, to marry a woman if he doesn't have a wife and children. Who? That's Rabbi Yitam. And the Vilna Gon says, Keperish for mitzvah ka'avid amai also loitzricha. It's this Gemara. If you learn the Gemara, so the source is not, this is also just classical Vilna Gon. He doesn't say the source is Rabbeinu Tam. Like the, um, uh, the Be'er says the source is, is in the Tosis of Rabbeinu Tam. But the Vilna Gon says, no, the source is the Gemara. Because that's the way to learn the Gemara. So the Vilna Gon is actually making a determination that the posher to way to learn the Gemara is like Rabbeinu Tam. And therefore the source of the Ramos Halochi is not Rabbeinu Tam. The source of the Ramoz Halacha is the Gemara. That's, that's an important thing to notice in the style of the Vilna Gon. As you continue in the Vilna Gon. Yes. Uh, yes, as you're Mefarish, that mission. In other words, that is the correct parish of the Gemara there. As you're Mefarish, that Gemara, that, that's the correct way to be Mefarish. So the Vilna Gon here, we see the Vilna Gon in his capacity as teaching us how to learn Gemara, as well as Paskening Halacha. Uh, you see him in his full capacity, just with a little note. The, so he says, so you're right, but he's saying it's you need to learn it like the parish that learns it that way, and that's how you come out. The Mishnah Brewery goes further, based on a Rabbi Kivega. I don't think we've brought a Rabbi Kivega yet in, in, in the Mathmonium, and Rabbi Kivega is just known for his just unbelievably sharp and analytic powers in understanding Gemara, but he has this halachic relevance, and here we see the Rabbi, the Mishnah Brewer bringing Rabbi Kivega with a big chidush. If we paskin like Rabbeinu Tam, then who adin b'yeshlo banim ve'en lo isha? What about a man who's got ten children, but never his wife has passed away and he wants to remarry? According to this view, he can do that on Shabbos too. Muta l'de'azu, why? The mitzvah ka'avid, because if the whole thing is that if you're doing, if you're being mekayim chiyuv, if you have an obligation, you're allowed to do it on Shabbos, then if you, even if you have children, you still have an obligation to remarry. Where's that obligation? Rashi brings it himself. Now, we're not paskining like Rashi. But that side of Rashi is right, because Rashi says it's still, uh, that it's, uh, although it's loy mifkid kuli hai, umiak tzat mitzvah ikele, is some mitzvah involved because of, of, of bukhe, zarat, zarechele, erevat, tanach yadecha. So, according to Rabbi Kivayega says, if you're going to paskin that way, if you're not going to hold like Rashi, according to Rashi, you can't marry on Shabbos no matter what. According to Rabbi Nutam, you can marry on Shabbos if, it's your first, if you haven't got children. Says, the, says Rabbi Kiva but even if you do have children, you just don't have a wife, you can still marry on Shabbos because that's also mitzvah, very big chiddush, which the Mishnah brings lahaloch. All of that is based on the important Gemara in, in Yavon, Mestav Samach Beis, Amud Beis, which we should all know. And that's the Mishnah that says, Rabbi Yeshua, Amen, Yaldutor, Yisai, Shabbiziknuto. If you've married when you were young and you're no longer married, marry again. If you had children when you were young, have children again when you're old. He brings the posse from Kohelet. Rabbi Kiva extends this and says, don't ever think you finished the job of learning Torah. So there's, there's a comparison. It's interesting. The same as Yilmud Torah Bezik Carry on learning. If you had Talmidim when you were young, don't, you never retire from learning and teaching. It's an ongoing job for the rest of your life. And that's the pshat in this posuk. There are certain things from which you never retire. Because you don't know, what's the reason? Um, 
So the Pesach says, because you don't know which are going to be the ones that are really going to make the difference in the world. As they said, this is the source of, of the period of Sphira, that, that Rabbi Akiva had 12,000 pairs of students. Antipatris, which is down the road here, by Hoda Sharon. The world was desolate. Nobody was learning Torah. So Rabbi Akiva went down south. And he started again a new yeshiva in his old age with five Talmidim. And all the Torah we've got comes from those five Talmidim. Had Rabbi Akiva said when his Talmidim were wiped out, you know, okay, I've done, I've tried, my yeshiva is destroyed, I'm retiring. Entitled to retire, and he could have gone to Netanya and sat by the beach. That wasn't what Rabbi Akiva did. He went down to the south, found five new Talmidim, and started a new yeshiva. Tanakulu made him pesavat, etc., etc. Omer Rabbi Matna, Matna, halochek Rabbi Yeshua. We paskin like Rabbi Yeshua, that the obligation to have children, to remarry and have children, never ceases. It's ongoing. So the, the, the post can go into that, whether he can do that or not, and but yeah, they allow it because for other reasons he's marrying her, but... But, but what if do it on Shabbos? No, on he wouldn't be able to. Right, correct. Ezeu Yiksha says, Rashi, an important Rashi, a crucially important Rashi. Ezeu Yiksha, Eze zera ye hagun ve mitkayem. You don't know which children are going to be hagun ve You're not mekayem periyu unless your children are hagunim ve the, the obligation of Piri Yavarivi, according to Rashi, carries on raising them and developing them. And it's not just having children, bringing more children into the world. That's Lashevet Yitzrayah, which we'll see in a moment. But that's not Piri Yavarivi. Piri Yavarivi is to bring in children who are Mekayim Torah Mitzvahs. Piri Yavarivi is to bring fine, good children who are moral, who are ethical, who make a difference in the world. Otherwise, it's not Piri Yavarivi. It's always a, a, a mitzvah that's totally misunderstood. The the minchas chinuch on the next on, on the next side of the page of the sources is There's a sefer written by a rishon we don't know who it is we think it's the raor but we're not sure it's from the school of the ran and the nemuke yosef that 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 school of thinkers they were, they were rishonim we did a lot of thinking as well and they wrote um, and he wrote this the sefer achinuch. And the Sefer HaChinuch brings all the mitzvahs according to the system of the Rambam, gives, states the mitzvah, gives the reason for the mitzvah, which is interesting, and then gives the, the basic um, foundations of the mitzvah. And the Minchas Chinuch was a wonderful Sefer written on the Sefer HaChinuch, and, and he uses the Sefer HaChinuch as a platform, as a springboard from which to explore the whole of Shas. And just with brilliant reasoning and thinking and learning, one of my rabbi, my cousin of Avrom Gruvitz, used to say he learned to become a Talmud Chochem from the Minchas Chinuch. From learning as a child, Minchas Chinuch, that's how he learned the methodology of, of, of learning. And the Minchas Chinuch says, There's another mitzvah de To marry a woman who can still have children so that you don't stop the process. And then he goes on to say, And there's another mitzvah also, which is the Hashem didn't create the world for, to be, keep, for it to be empty. He created it to be settled. And so we have to build the world and settle the world. Which is interesting. Nobody else has mentioned that yet. Although it's a famous mitzvah associated with having children. But in our discussion so far, there's been no mention of But the Sefer HaChinuch does mention it. 
and he mentions it as a reason for the mitzvah. This is such a chiddush. Mishor she mitzvazu. One of the reasons for Piriya Verivia. Kedei sheyeha olam meyushav. Sheashem baruchu chafetz meyushuvo. Kedichtiv lo tovro la shevet yitzara. Says the Sefer Achinuch. Lo tovro la shevet yitzara. Hashem created the world to make it full and, and active. He didn't create it to be desolate. That's the reason for the mitzvah of Piriya Verivia. It's not a mitzvah on its own. It doesn't say you shall be miyashiv the oilon. It says it's a statement of fact. Hashem wants the world active. He wants it productive. He wants it growing. He wants it developing. He wants it evolving. For that, you need humans. Who creates the humans? You do. That's the reason for the mitzvah of Piria Verivia. Vehi mitzvah gedola shebesiba mitkaimot kola mitzvot ba'olam. And it's such an important mitzvah that for this mitzvah, all the other mitzvahs in the world exist ba'olam, not just for Jews. Ki livnei adam nitno Hashem created the world for humanity, not for, not for uh, angels. Because we, there are things we need to do in the world. There's activity in the world. There's production in the world. And you need people for that. That's the foundation of the mitzvah of Piri of Erevia. And that, that links into what we said in Rashi, that it's not just to bring some children who are consumers. The idea of bringing children into the world is not to bring more consumers into the world. It's to bring more pr- producers into the world, more contributors into the world, people who make a difference into the world. That's what's important. It says the Minchas Chinuch, um, it's, it's a well-known Minchas Chinuch, and he says an amazing Chidush. We need a few more after going through some learning in, in, the, in the piece. This mitzvah is different from all other mitzvahs. It's not like lulav and esrog and matzah different. What's the difference? When you shake your lulav and esrog, you've been yoy to the mitzvah. You eat the matzah on Pesach, you've, you've done the mitzvah. But this is not so. Because having relations with your wife is not, is not the mitzvah. It's, it's just the, what, what uh, Rabbi Yosheber Soloveitchik would call the Maisa mitzvah. It's the action that leads to the mitzvah. Or he calls it Hechshe mitzvah. It's just preparing for the mitzvah. The Ikara mitzvah hu banin. But it's the birth of the children that is actually the Kiyum mitzvah. And that Kiyum stays with you for the rest of your life. You can't say, okay, I've got a boy and a girl. Beis Hillel says, that's all I need. I've been Mekayim Mitzvah's Puri Verivia. No, the mitzvah stays with you. Ve'imetu, and if chas v'shalom, the children die, lo kiyem mikanu lahaba. Your fulfillment stops. You, were, you fulfilled it up until now. Now you're no longer fulfilling it. It's a mitzvah, the fulfillment of which is continuous. It goes on forever. Which is just so interesting because it brings an understanding the role of a parent and the bringing of children into the world. That chiyuv of Piri Verivia, especially as Rashi learns it, that it's about bringing good people into the world, productive people in the world, contributive. That's an ongoing mitzvah that never stops. And if chas v'sholem, the children die or the children cease to be contributive and productive, then one ceases to be, to be mekayim that mitzvah. It's an ongoing mitzvah all the time. To be, to be bringing children into the world. It's a mitzvah that we never finish. And we see from the Gemara in, Yav- in Yavomus that learning Torah is this, and teaching Torah is the same thing. It's an ongoing, continuous mitzvah. You can never say, I'm done. You can never say, I've been mekayim ha-chiyuvim. You never mekayim the chiyuv until the day of your death. At that point, you can say, a person dies and his children have been good children and he's learned and he's, and he's taught. That's it. He's no, no, nothing more to do. There is no retirement from parenting as parents find out sometimes quite late in life, there is no retirement from parents. You can never say, 
I'm done. That's part of the reason that in our tradition, uh, my father and, and, and all the way back, we discouraged parents at the, uh, the bar mitzvah saying, And my father would always say to a bar mitzvah father, Are you sure that you can say you're potter, that you are not responsible for what he does? You've taught him so well. You've been mechanech him so well that you can now take your hands off and say, I'm not responsible for what he does? Or is it possible that you could have taught him a little bit better and you might be responsible for what he does? And, and that's the whole idea that we're always responsible for what our children do and we're always credited with what our children, all the wonderful things, they get married, they have children, they make a difference in the world. All of that is something we initiated. It's part of that mitzvah of Pru Revu, which is ongoing just as Limud Torah and, and the mitzvah of Lelame Torah is ongoing, something from which we can never retire, but gain a lot of chizuk, a lot of strength, a lot of pleasure uh, that comes together with that responsibility.